Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Inspirational Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Cassidy. And I'm Marianne Johansson. Inspirational Living Podcast is a weekly show that inspires and motivates you to live an emotionally and spiritually balanced life. Tonight, we will have our chat room open as we discuss ways to discover and live in alignment with your life purpose. We take a look at examples of how to explore the things you love doing and how to turn your passion and strengths into a career. We give you basic tips on how we aspire to follow our inner guidance, discover our passion, declutter our lives, take the first step, and seek inspiration. So grab a cup of something good, sit back, and enjoy as we discuss living life with purpose. Hello and welcome to our show tonight. Tonight we're taking on the big topic of living life with purpose, with whatever your purpose is and how to find it. And we're in no way pros, but we are offering ways that we feel are good ways to discover and get into alignment with your purpose. There are some key ingredients to start this, like listening to your intuition, finding out where your passion lies, and making room for inspiration to come in, and taking steps forward on your path. And we're going to address these key points tonight and how to end up on the path that your soul is intending for you. And also remember, you can adjust your course continuously by learning to listen to your intuition at all times. I'm glad you mentioned this, Marianne, that we are (laughs) no experts here. In fact, I think we're both kind of, yeah, we're kind of learning a lot about this as we go along. So... We call each other up all the time. (laughs) We hang out on Viber together, battling ideas back and forth. And, um, you know, and it's just a way of getting support and focused. Isn't that right? Mm. We do, Ryan, and and so right. And and I'm really grateful that we're able to do this, even though, you know, we're on different continents. And it makes it just so much more interesting when you have someone to bounce your ideas and thoughts of about life and, you know, all kinds of things. So And topics seem to arise all the time. Oh, they sure do. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and get started by discussing following your inner guidance. Um, oftentimes in life, we receive a message in the form of a knowing or a feeling or just this, you know, this, this yes feeling that you get. Or should I take this road home tonight? Or no, I should turn here. So this feeling or this knowing, I often refer to it as my inner guidance or intuition. And I know it's trying to tell me something at that moment, something important, just for me. And sometimes my inner guidance gives me messages in my dreams as well. Or it may feel like I've experienced a situation before. So it's kind of like a clue in, um, you know, like in that mystery game, Cluedo. And then I start to try to piece together the, the puzzle to figure out that, the answer. Mm, I love that you call it a clue in a mystery game. And, you know, and I even think that, that having that attitude toward your intuition and your life can really be helpful. You know, a bit of humor and, and lightheartedness and mixed in with curiosity. And I feel these are great ways to approach following your inner guidance. And it doesn't have to be all, all serious all the time. And, and, you know, if you realize that your intuition is part of you, when you realize that it, it is an aspect of you, 
then it may be easier to start listening to it as you're you're really listening to a side of yourself. Mm, definitely. And I think that, um, you know, when living life with purpose, trust in your inner guidance when making big decisions is really crucial. And when, you know, like when I've had to make a decision or a choice between two things, I often feel like I need to, you know, to take time to tune inward and to see how those decisions actually make me feel. And I also start to ask for suggestions and seek support either from my husband or from friends and family. But at the end of the day, I still take their suggestions and then I ask myself, you know, how does that make me feel? Mm. That's, a, that's a good way. I mean, I, I, I do that too, Ryan, and I, well, I've found that combination to be very helpful and, and useful. And I mean, that's why we're here for each other, right? I mean, to, to be that listening ear or to be that wall for others to bounce their ideas off of. And, and we can inspire and support each other in that way. And it can help us find and listen to our intuition even more clear afterwards. After all, you know, the mind debris has been sifted through by going and talking about it with someone. Definitely. And sometimes the answer is very clear and sometimes it's not. But, you know, following your mm -hmm. dreams and your passion and listening to your internal guidance system, it's like your internal, um, your internal GPS, right? Your internal yeah. <laughs> um, Google <laughs> <Exactly>. Maps. <laughs> and they kind of yeah. go hand in hand. Yes, and, and you do get signposts along the way, and it's these, you know, little sparks of, oh, that's uh, where you just know something or you find out something you know and th those are like little signposts on your on your way but mm -hmm. um, another key point in, in living in alignment with your purpose and finding out what it is is discovering and following your passion so ways to discover your passion that that I have used is thinking about and feeling about the following questions like what makes you feel joyous and bubbly inside and what gives you butterflies in your stomach when you think about it and what visions do you often get and which activities are you automatically drawn to and these are all pointers towards what makes your soul sing and whatever makes your soul sing is connected to your purpose and it's is it playing an instrument or is it working with older people or younger people maybe it's inspiring others or investigating researching writing or imagery or, you know, it could be earthquakes or, and volcanoes or Egyptology or marine life, you know, whatever draws you in. Um, you can ask yourself True. these questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I've heard uh, people say, what work would you do even if it didn't, you didn't get paid to do it? And that answer is typically mm -hmm. your passion and where you should be really focusing your time and your energy. Yes. Exactly. And and sometimes it can be difficult to single out your thoughts and feelings and knowing what is what. When is a thought or feeling a or a hunch actually connected to my purpose? But I think maybe asking yourself some of these questions that I just mentioned and, and definitely, um, like you said also, uh, what would you do if, if you didn't get paid to it? Um, it's one way that you can help, can help you start putting certain thoughts and feelings into your passion box in, in your mind. <laughs> You know, Marianne, my, my um, teenage son told me this morning that he went and he completed his entire uh, computer programming unit uh, for school for this term, and the term has only just started. <laughs> but he said oh. that he actually loves wow. it so much that he went ahead and completed everything. 
And I said to him, wow. pay attention to that because that shows that this is like something that you're really passionate about and that could be, mm-hmm. you know, a career focus for the future. So yes. l- listening to, to that inner internal voice, those hunches, they all go along with that following your in, internal guidance system as well. So, so true and awesome that, that, you know, that he found that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, another way um, that you can get validation of what your passion is, um, which is something I've also tried over the years, is, is using the many tools that are available. And these tools can help confirm or identify for you what you feel drawn to. Uh, it's it's, it's uh, through readings of all sorts. I've had many of them over time, and I'm talking about you know, astrological readings, numerological readings, or psychic readings. And I've also used my own tarot card spreads and, and meditations. And I find that they can really help put words on something that may sometimes be hard to pinpoint on your own. But when you hear it or you read it or somebody else tells you, then it, 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 it makes sense and it can help you find your passion. Mm-hmm. And seeking support from others is always, I think it's always a good idea to, you know, to help yourself identify your calling. And, I, I mean, I'm a firm believer, why not include readings in that? And sometimes it's nice to just, you know, feel like we're given the answers. Uh, I have a, actually a set of really beautiful cards that I ordered from the the author of the cards are, is Alana Fairchild. And I use them a lot in my workshops. And you just pull one out and you read the message. And oftentimes they, it feels like they're actually touching on something that you've been experiencing at that moment, like a feeling you've had or a situation that you've gone through. And it's just nice to get some validation or some support where you can. So that's just another way, of course, uh, not to replace talking with friends or family or church elders or you know, whoever you, you find is a responsible outlet but I do find that it's important to know that you can get help with discovering your passions from all areas. And, mm. you know, I was, I was actually thinking about those aptitude tests as well. Um, I did them when I was in college, and my son actually, my teenage son, has actually just gone through them as well. Like tests like the, the Myers-Briggs test, um, they really, like, help you figure out what area to focus on or, or, or just to figure out your personality type. Um, and I think it's really interesting. Have you ever done those Myers Briggs? Um, yeah, I have. I have done the Myers Briggs test uh, test line. I've done a few of those aptitude and personality tests. I think I, I got ENFP on on the Myers Briggs. I'm, I'm not sure, um, but I have. And I've ended up with pretty consistent results, and I find that that can help too in identifying your strengths and and you know, where my passion lies. So, But you do have to be very honest with yourself, though, when you do these tests. <laughs> um, and how about you? Have, you? have you done any of those? Yeah, I just recently did my Myers-Briggs uh, again, and I got the mm-hmm. same result as before, INFJ. <laughs> it's, okay. But I find it's really fascinating. It's like introvert-focused judgmental. <laughs> That's me. Okay. But, um, I I find, actually, I found a really cool website uh, if any of our listeners want to do their personality type and to figure out what their personality type is. I'll go ahead and put Mm -hmm. that on the chat room right now, and it's called Mm 16personalities.com. That's a good website. Great. With that link. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And and continuing on with, like, addressing the, the younger people out there, I think, 
when you're young, there are so many impressions you have to deal with, and, and you may not be thinking about your bigger purpose as such, but you may start to get some ideas, you know, like your son this morning, and, and you know, great that he just found, discovered this, you know, wow, I want to finish this, and got that feeling. You know, so you might start to get some ideas when you're young uh, and uh, through noticing what you're naturally drawn to. And and those of us who are a little bit older, um, I think actually it doesn't matter how old you are. It's never too late to start finding out what your passions are and what your purpose is. And I think for a lot of us, it's it's on our minds daily. And if we've already discovered what our passion is, we're maybe busy finding ways now to to how to manifest mm. yeah and i don't know for me i find that uh per, your purpose is like constantly evolving and changing um and i think that it's based on your situation in your life i feel like in my 20s my purpose was different to what it what it you know what it is now in my 30s and uh, you know as life has changed and my responsibilities have changed i feel that my purpose and my focus and passions have also changed along with it. And, you know, I think it's okay to fluctuate and to adjust your life according to, you know, to your needs and to your present time and, and the moment. And it's all part of, you know, as you said, getting older, maturing, and discovering. Mm. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, maybe it's it's a little bit complicated. But I, I don't know if, if my, if I feel that my purpose has changed um, a lot. I, I kind of lean towards thinking that we have an overall life purpose all the way through. And then what we're doing as we hit our 20s and then 30s and so on play a role in us fulfilling our overall purpose as, as we mature or, or age. And, you know, we reach different stages and what we do at each stage feeds into our overall life purpose. I'm not, I'm not even sure. <laughs> um, but I'm just juggling the thoughts right now. But, you know, I think this is how I see it. But interesting um, thing to ponder, though, you know, maybe if if you think of a tree, like it, its overall purpose could be to provide a sustainable environment for animal life and other plant life. So as it matures and grows, it sprouts lots of branches and leaves and perhaps flowers and fruit, providing nourishment for different types of, you know, animals and people. So as it grows, it helps to, um, it has different purposes along the way. So it, it holds the soil with its roots and secures stability and all these things. So, I don't know, all these purposes um, make up the conditions for it to fulfill its overall purpose. Um, I don't know, I'm, I'm just, you know, kind of now just <laughs> flowing with an idea. But um, but do you think it's kind of the same, Ryan? Or do you think that way? Oh, well, I don't know. I think it's very complicated, <laughs> for sure. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it goes all into, yeah. you know, your soul contract and all of this, you know, what That's is your purpose, the, the overall big purpose. But, um, you know, there's so much to ponder here. (laughs) But um, before we continue, Marianne, let's just uh, take a few moments to welcome uh, folks. Maybe we have some new folks who are just joining us. And I just wanted to mention that you're listening to Inspirational Living Podcast, uh, a podcast that motivates you to live an emotionally and spiritually balanced life. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and iTunes. And please be, sh- uh, be sure to leave us a review as it really does help us with um, our ratings and letting us know what our listeners want to hear. So if you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. And please email us at inspirationallivingpodcast at gmail.com. 
So uh, going ahead and getting back to the different ways to live a life with purpose, I want to bring up a really big one here, Marianne. <clears throat> and this is perfect for our uh, season that we're about to enter. It's decluttering your life. And <laughs> what I mean by this is taking time to declutter your life in the physical, material way, and also in the mental way. So you know how when spring comes around, everybody starts talking about spring cleaning and going through their closets and starting to clean out all the old stuff and take it to charity shops and sell unused furniture and et cetera. <laughs> so decluttering your life actually works in, in a very similar way. It's a spring cleaning for your highest good, right? So that could be material objects that you no longer need, and it can also be relationships that are no longer serving you. Mm, oh, I love decluttering, Ryan. And I, I do it regularly in, in the material sense because I, I really don't like too many things and, and gadgets and knickknacks. And I like to keep it basic, but, you know, um, but because you outgrow things and you outgrow your clothes or you, you don't feel that they're right anymore. And, and you know, with two boys, uh, um, with my two boys, uh, there's also old toys as well. And, you know, they're bound to be things regularly regularly that you can get rid of and hand over to others or to charity but um and i feel the drive to declutter comes in waves so when the wave comes in it's it's time to take action and freeing up space feels really good and it frees up your mind as well when you declutter whether it's material things or relationships because you know the negative thoughts associated with whatever you are removing from your life they vanish as well so it's it's really a win-win situation oh exactly and, you know, being in, an, in alignment with your life purpose for me means surrounding myself with things that make me feel joyous and surrounding myself with people who make me feel good. And a few years back, I actually had to let go of a relationship that was, you know, it was really making me feel stressed and anxious. And honestly, it was bringing my, even my self-esteem was, was being brought down in that relationship. So I always felt the need to defend myself around this other person or I felt like I was being attacked. And I soon came to realize that this person and their lifestyle choices were just way out of sync with my values. And I could see myself getting sucked into their drama and their poor choices. And after spending time with them, I would actually leave either sobbing <laughs> or really angry. Mm. So I knew that it was toxic. And it wasn't until I decided that I had really had enough that I finally let go of the relationship. And doing that showed me that I was finally honoring my purpose and my path by clearing away the toxicity that was really just affecting my own personal growth. Mm, good on you, Ryan. I mean, and, you know, I, I've let go of relationships like that as well, Ryan, and it just, it just gets to a point where every get-together is more draining than rewarding. And it's like there's no positive exchange in the form of ideas or there's no mutual support. And then it, it, it's just outlived it, its own purpose. Um, and when you start to feel that way, then honor your own intuitive gut feelings and, and your soul will be thrilled. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> and, you know, I've addressed decluttering uh, your life in the physical sense, but now I want to discuss what it means to declutter your life in the mental sense. And, you know, I want to use swimming as my little uh, metaphor here, my analogy with the, the decluttering. 
Because when you're living your life out of alignment with your purpose, it's like trying to swim. I'm a swimmer, so I love to, to use swimming as my, <laughs> my outlook. But when you're, when you're living your life out of alignment, it's like swimming laps in a public swimming pool on a hot summer day. <laughs> the water looks really, like, murky. It's, it's full of snot and sun cream and dirty leaves and, and who knows what else. <laughs> and there are kickboards yeah. and floaties and rings and kids jumping and adults doing aqua aerobics or the ones just standing around. <laughs> and you're trying to swim, but you keep bumping into them as you try to move forward. So you start and you stop and you start and you stop. And you just lose your momentum in the end. And it's not easy to see the end of the lane, and you constantly feel like you're going to, to hit a wall. Whereas on the other hand, being in alignment and doing what makes your heart sing, to me, is like swimming in an empty, freshly clean swimming pool on a beautiful summer day, and the water is just crystal clear, and it's tinted that blue color, and you swim like steadily at your pace, watching the bubbles of life around you from under the water, and you smoothly reach your way to the wall, you flip turn, you kick off, and you do the next lap, and you're energized, and you're really just prepared to keep going. So that's how I feel decluttering your life is in the, in the physical. I love that metaphor, Ryan. It, makes, it really makes me want to clear out that other pool and, and you know, just dive into that crystal clear pool, you know, where you can see where you're going and keep a focus on enjoying every stroke you take and, and every forward movement it gives you beautiful beautiful i love it um and, and <laughs> such a swimmer <laughs> yeah <laughs> beautiful um well thank you we're, we're, just gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna take the first uh talk about now taking the first step towards living in alignment with your your purpose and and this is for some and many for for many of us perhaps one of the hardest steps stepping out there on on the path once you've cleared the way and and that may only look like a, a little stepping stone and you can't really see where it's leading but but key here and and courage and courage to just do it and take that step and I know you have, you've in a previous episode Ryan talked about walking into the unknown and this is mm-hmm. really what we're doing at this stage you know we we can't see the end goal we don't know where that first step will take us but if we're taking it in accordance with with our intuition and our gut feeling our inner guidance system we have to kind of surrender and trust in ourselves and go ahead you know much like your your crystal clear pool there Ryan and, and taking that swimming strokes and and glide with the flow that you've created and and you kind of of course steer along the way Beautifully said, and I think, you know, it's hard sometimes to step out on our new path as it may be a surprise or a shock to those around us, especially if your friends or family know you in one way and then they start to see you becoming more vocal or public with your new passions or interests. And for some, it it may be very difficult, especially if they've always been seen in that certain way and then they decide to, to make a big change in their life. It can be misinterpreted or seem confusing to others. So trusting your own ability is number one, and then finding a good support system to help you make the next step, I think, is the next step that's needed. Mm, exactly. You know, and I, I found it challenging coming out of the, the spiritual closet, so to speak, 
and you know I've, I've read a great number of articles by people with the same challenge or, or fear and I think it's also getting to that point where where by doing soul work and working on listening to your intuition just becomes stronger than your fear of stepping out there and it's almost like your purpose and your way becomes more important than what some people might think about it and often you can actually inspire others to take that step. You know, like the, the baby birds, when they f- leave the nest for the first time, they stand there on the edge and of that nest and take a few moments to gather themselves. But only by actually setting off and jumping into it, they do find out how to fly. Mm-hmm. That's That's beautiful, yeah. You know, finally, Marianne, I want to touch on the importance of seeking out inspiration from like-minded people around us, so like mentors or role models. And I think many people can get support and comfort in reading about or talking to others who have walked a similar path. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, you and I share some, some favorite role models in the spiritual community and we have each other and we also have other friends and family members uh, who are in our support system i think it's a mutual mutual safe haven to explore your ideas and your dreams and your experiences and you know like the saying goes when the student is ready the teacher appears and i love that saying and because i think it applies to not only a traditional teacher kind of a sense but uh, or a friend but a teacher can also be a child in your life or a stranger that pops into your life in the supermarket and delivers a profound message and pops out again. You know, I, I believe when you're open to these kind of guide points that you, you will encounter them. Yeah, like those signposts we were, we were mentioning earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have a, actually I have a community of women who I've leaned on for support and inspiration to keep going with my work and I would say, honestly, without them, I don't know how I would have pushed this far ahead with my business. And, I mean, there have been days when I feel like, oh, it's too hard or it's too overwhelming. But by reaching out to these these other women who are also going through either the same process or who have already gone through it, I feel that I can, you know, take, as you mentioned before, take those little baby steps towards the, the future. Mm. And, you know, Marianne, it reminds me of one of my favorite movies, I don't know if you've seen it. What about Bob? It's with Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfuss. <clears throat> well, uh, no, Bill Murray, mm-hmm. do you know this one? Yeah. I, I, Murray, I've heard about it. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to see it. <laughs> Bill Murray, is the, he plays Bob, and he's a psychiatric patient who tries to get you know, his life moving again in the right direction. And the psychiatrist, which is R- Richard Dreyfuss, tells him, you know, just to, his, he has him read his book, and his book is all about baby steps, taking baby steps telling him that all he needs is one little step at a time to move forward, to cope and to handle his feelings. And uh, it's a hilarious movie, first of all, but I love the concept because I think in most cases it's really true. We just do need to take those, you know, like the little baby bird, take those little baby steps, breathe in, take one more. So true. I mean, take it step by step. And I know I have to remind myself of that sometimes, as I sometimes tend to want to reach a goal quickly. But, you know, sometimes when life slows you down, it's it's for a reason. And, and that is when you realize that it, it, it's really about the journey and, and taking it step by step and enjoying it. Yes. And so, you know, Marianne, I think it's safe to say that living your life with purpose requires a combination of discovering your passion, listening to your inner guidance, decluttering the world that's around you in the physical and in the mental sense. 
and seeking out inspiration and support. And then when you're taking those baby steps in the right direction, just follow your dream. So I hope this has been informative for everyone listening. Please uh, send us your questions and comments at inspirationallivingpodcast at gmail.com. And we hope that you will tune in to our next show. So we'd like to thank you all for staying with us tonight. And we'll leave you with our roomy quote. The inspiration you seek is already within you. So good night, everyone, and thanks for joining us. Good night, everyone.